Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for uh, tuning in to this year four recap. Woo, four years. Holy crap. Our uh, podcast graduated college. Well. High school. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, there's a there's a sizable contingent of us six-year crew out there. Six years. I didn't share because... Yeah, I get it. I didn't. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks, y'all, so much for tuning in. Uh, if this is the last of the recaps that you are listening to so that you can just kind of jump into year five and act like you know everything. Welcome. Yeah. Wow. You're brave. Yeah. Uh, if you are just kind of bored on a Thursday and you want to hear the recap, welcome. Welcome. Yeah. You're brave, too. Yes, for different reasons. Uh, anyway, 2019 to 2020 was a crazy year for the show. Uh, I've got some bullet points here. We started with episode, do you remember the number? 160. Is that right? No. I didn't think so. 159. There it is. I mean, I was close. (laughs) I don't even. It was the end of the War of the Orcs. Yep. So we uh, had to figure out what we had won the War of the Orcs. That's uh, right. Because Genevera is super cool. And then um, found the plane, like the metal bird. And so we oh, had to right. figure out what the druids were doing. And we had to stop them from doing whatever it was they were doing. We did that. We stopped them. We stopped the shit out of them. Did we? We never found out over the course of the year what that. I feel like thing we was about. did. did they we? were try I feel like they were try there was a ritual for something that aligned or uh was at least adjacent to Gorm. Like another way to channel magic into the I could be making that up. Sounds great. We'll put it on our conspiracy podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think this I think this falls under the like talking dead yeah. uh side. The adventure zone zone. Right, right, right. That kind of idea. The Adventure Zone Zone. Sure, yeah. Uh, The kind of side chatter that we're not sure is canon. Right. But anyway. uh, We won. We win the War of the Orcs. We stop them from getting that giant machine slash living creature thing. Oh, because it was the same one. Ooh, okay. Yep, from from Become a patron and you'll find out. That's right. From Gillix, uh, when Gillick DM'd. Well, Josh DM'd. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it would be, oh, 2020, Gillick DM'd. DM's. <laughs> All right, so we set off on a new path. Uh, we went on the path of conjuration. Yeah, so uh, for the folks at home, conjuration is the magic that does what, Steph? It brings something from somewhere to you. Or just creates things, right? It, it conjures them out of the ether. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so in this case, what the magics conjured were the blubs. Womp, womp. So the many pennies were in the ley line of conjuration, and we were each paired with a blub. Um, it was Gebetto and Bandalos, Asher and Harold, Genevera and BP, Keth and Skull, and then Gillick and LeBron. Oh, that's right. And everybody had an NPC as well that was with them that Anthony played. Yes. Uh, in my episode with with Gebetto and Bandalos, that NPC was Gebetto's mom, 
Uh, so episode 160, if you want to hear three people talk in annoying high-pitched voices for pretty much the whole thing, that's your shit. The NPC that Genevera wanted there was Clyde. And he sure as shit was. Sure as shit was. So we all found ourselves in different parts of the ley line of conjuration and then kind of had to find, we each had objects um, that were just kind of in the area that we either took or did not take. And those affected us later on when we got to some other places um, in other bigger groups. Um, we solved some puzzles. LeBron learned what gambling is, got That's some right. resolution with her mom. Uh, there was a lot of mom stuff happening in this yeah. arc. Uh, and then we killed our first mind flayer, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Murdered spicy. the shit out of it. So that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had our own little recap episode of basically forever uh, in episode 169. Nice. Nice. Uh, and so... The gang got all on the same page, and then we headed out to the Vault of the Kingmaker. Now, here's the thing. On the way to the... I just want to make this clear. On the way to the Vault of the Kingmaker, we had a discussion with um, Elatrix. Yeah. We stopped to see Elatrix for a little while. Then we stopped to see King Victoria Callis, who had been uh, deposed. She had been deposed by a Cardosa, the family of criminals that Gibetto had some issues with. Um, so we stopped to see her and we were like, hey, we'll help you get your kingdom back if you join the Council of Kings. And she was like, nah, bitch. And we were like, okay, bitch. And then we left. That's right. I just right. want to put it out there that we gave her the chance to take her kingdom back in exchange for what we wanted and she didn't take it. That's right. And then... We headed off into Verena. Uh, we saw our very first alligators. And before that, Keth was kidnapped. Oh shit! Kidnapped. That's why we. That's why we detoured. We. Uh, that's why we. Okay. Yeah, Keth was kidnapped, and so we had to go get him back. Uh, that's and so first right. we stopped and talked to Alatrix and King Callus on our way to Verena. Yes, because we, we were going to Verena to rescue Keth. That's why we were headed there. And when Callus said, oh, yeah, no, I won't listen to you, we said, okay, we'll figure something else out. Bye. Yeah, we don't have time for this. So we went and got Keth. Right. And then, so we broke Keth out of jail mm -hmm. and then escaped to uh, Poxen's, like... Strip club. Dining and uh, entertainment establishment <laughs> is, I believe, the family-friendly... Uh, <laughs> terminology for that um we ended up going with him to the um illusionary scroll hideout, hideout that's right um to discuss what we were going to do we had a lot of whiteboards and a lot of ideas for who we should nominate because of the crucible that's right um, uh slash the vault of the kingmaker slash right. the ley line of illusion right we knew we had to put a name up for the next king for the succession um, so that when we kill the Cardoza um, incumbent, then the next person would be in line already. So we did a lot of brainstorming. There were a lot of really bad ideas. And I know that I said that there were no bad ideas, but there were some really bad ideas. And well, if anybody else wanted to claim that they had good ideas, they should have done this recap. And then uh, we ended up deciding on Poxen, which was a terrible choice. It's a great idea. <laughs> but it was the last 
and only choice that we really had. So uh, everybody got on board. Poxen's going to be king of arena. Mm-hmm. We're all fucked. But at least we know it ahead of time. Yep. Uh, and so we so, went there. Yeah, so we went there. <laughs> Big explosion because yep. Poxen. Right. Um, and right before we went into the ley line of illusion, we fought. And rescued Keth. No, no, no. We had done that already. Oh. Um, but we fought something in the, in the vault. Oh yeah. Like, like a puzzle, like a horse head. Yeah. Dog, dog head. statue, Anubis statues. Yeah. 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 So we fought those one and it was like, who is the next? And uh, nobody said anything nobody for said a anything. super long time. Everything was quiet. Everything was awkward. And then Asher spoke up and said, Genevera? Like, Genevera, why don't you answer the question? But the it was the first name said. And so Genevera was named the next king of Verena. Woo! King Brass Witch! King Brass Witch! So anyway, uh, we now needed to go into the ley line and stop it in order to close off that bit of magic there. Um, And then this is the coolest story arc that Anthony has ever done for us. It was a gift to me and I appreciate it and I will never stop appreciating it. My favorite, my Steph, my favorite book of all time is The Once Featured King by T.H. White. You want to try that again? Yeah, I just got so excited about it. The Once and Future King by T.H. White. And the best book within that book is the queen of air and darkness and um so the book that i in my you know backstory for genovera said was her favorite book because i don't i didn't know four years ago how to create a character that wasn't myself um her favorite book was the king of wind and lightness because that's clever um so he in this illusionary ley line illusory ley line um he created this illusion that we were in the book so we were all i like recognized jennifer recognized everyone as characters from the book uh Gibetto was really butthurt about his name i'm just saying it wasn't a great name ben is a great name uh everybody else got sweet names i was trying really hard and you gave just... me ben well ben is a character and i was just trying to change a syllable here or there and there were not very many vowels ben. to work with <laughs> i'm over it anyway genevera was king in that um illusion which was fitting and we fought another mind flayer yep it was really cool it was like a really cool arc and i it's just one of the best kind of memories I have of the show. It's really exciting. Those are episodes 178 and 179. Oh, 177, 178, and 179 if you want to hop in. Yeah, if you want to listen to like book nerd episodes. So after that, we get back to Verena. We close the ley line. And Gibetto is hungry for vengeance. You see, boys and girls... You may remember from year one recap or backstory or every time he's ever talked about Verena, how much Gibetto hates the crime family known as the Cardoza clan. See, they're bad dudes, right? They're regular they're bad dudes, you see? They're just bad, bad folk. And uh, turns out they took over the 
entire country uh, and claimed the throne for themselves. And so uh, in we order, did the same thing in order for <laughs> Genevera to become king. Gibetto decided to help her out, you know, uh, definitely wasn't at all selfishly motivated by mm-hmm. his own uh, vengeance and hate. Uh, and they killed all the Cardozas. Yep. And um, Genevera became king. Yep. And, and Gebetto's sword started talking to him. Yep. Weird. Yeah. Um, way to succeed. Yeah. It felt great. Uh, <laughs> yes. And then Anthony judged the shit out of me because I was like, Gebetto was... Uh, he felt satisfied with what he had done and like, Oh, instead of all of Anthony's NPCs who like achieve their goal and are like, I have no purpose. I am lost. Right. Gibetto was like, no, I feel great. Yeah. Um, so Genevieve is King. Gibetto spent all of her money on a stupid carriage and they called Evian in because they had to go, right? Like we couldn't just stay there and, and be King. This was no, of course not. That'd be crazy. Right. We have worlds to save. And I just, this is where I want to repeat, we gave Callus a chance, so she could have, it could have been her. Anyway, um, <clears throat> we called Evian in and asked her to be king regent. Um, and, oh, the cool thing that we got out of the ley line of uh, illusion is the mask that makes the wearer look like any person. Also, let's be clear, uh, Evian, Redridge, is the deposed king of Perineth, of Perineth who had been staying with the many pennies. Right. In the the Adventure Incorporated pod, <laughs> Adventure Incorporated <laughs> compound. Uh, She's also a twelve year old vampire girl. Six, I thought. Six, six yeah, year old vampire. Very girl. young. Mm-hmm. Super weird. She's so cool. She's also working on uh, curing the black dragons of their corruption. That's right. And because if uh, that doesn't happen, Genevera's weapon will never upgrade. That's right. And Genevera basically tried to become a vampire at one point with yep. Evian. And yep. Evian was like, "You, dude, you don't want this. And Steph was like, dude, I do want that. <laughs> anyway, it was Halloween. Oh, that's right. We did a Halloween a, episode in there. Yeah, we did a DOA episode, a Department of Occult Affairs episode with Katie Face. That's 186. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, um, but that comes in the middle of the pirates arc. Yes. So basically, uh, you know how every good adventure has a like boat part in it. <laughs> this was ours. Yep. Uh, we we argued about pizza in the city of Arena for a little bit. Uh, a full by episode. a little bit, he means a full episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's probably the best episode we ever did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's episode 184. It's all literally all about pizza. Um, and then we got on a boat with Horton, who it turns out had been fucking Victoria Callis. Ooh, and Woo! written some steamy smut about it. She had written some steamy smut about it. He was the star of those books. That's right. That's right. Wait, no. The King of Thieves was the no, star. No, no. Horton. Was it Horton? Yeah, it's Horton. You're right. Yeah, because Jacques was like, uh, my boss, get yeah. me, uh, get me that journal. I will give it to my boss and he will give you passage on his ship. And so that impression was of uh, Jacques Slysong, who 
folks who are connected with the deep lore of the podcast <laughs> know is a traveling bard. Uh, he has a bunch of short stories written on the adventuringpod.com website yep. uh, by one of our listeners and dear friends, Adam. Uh, shout out to Adam Vashon for creating Sly song. Wee uh, wee. Oui, oui. He is a. He's great. We love yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, he, he's super fun. He's this like tabaxi shape shifting. I was going like, to say tabaxi, but then I was worried I was wrong. It was the wrong word. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> Sorry, alert. I stopped. Uh, yeah, he's a cat person. Yeah. Um, so we did get onto the boat we did get onto horton's boat um so that we could get passage to the um the ley line of enchantment which was in the great vortex in the middle of the ocean so we had to get on a boat that's Um, our that's our destination when all of a sudden we do a little uh cut over to the blubs to see what they're doing not well they're not doing well no they never are they uh, went to see what was happening in Ishtara. Yep. So they headed they into there, the city of Vedras. What did they find? Uh, it was super quiet, right? Like yep. nothing was going on. It, that is true because everyone was made of crystal. Oh. And they found out that um, Harriman, the king of Verena, or sorry, the king of Ishtara, had made a deal with the djinn and was like, oh, okay, let's just put my people in stasis. Let's freeze them in crystal until this whole thing blows over and I will, that's how I will protect them. That's how I will save them. Yeah. So, uh, the blubs decided, uh, that that wasn't cool. And then banished her to like question mark. Question mark. Uh, thanks. Bandalos. (laughs) (laughs) Really great work. (laughs) Uh, that'll be somebody else's problem, I'm sure, and not the blubs, and definitely not the many pennies, so we won't have to deal with that. And blue, 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 back to the boat. Gillick right. is good at yoga. Yeah, it turns out uh, Gillick has taken to a boat like a fish to water. Mm. Uh, he is... Also, Asher has taken to the water like a fish to water. That's right, because uh. it turns into a fish a lot. Yep. And also a bird a lot. Yep. And Gillick, uh, like sobers up once the once the booze is gone and he's like focused on yoga and he gets strong and thin and keth is helping him find balance with himself uh Gibetto's hanging out with the crew causing mischief mm-hmm. and Genevera, ever popular uh is hiding out in her room and pretending she doesn't exist because she did magic the first day they were on the boat and everyone screamed and blamed her for being a witch on a boat that's right. Not only a lady on a boat, but a witch on a boat. Double double strikes mm-hmm. uh, with these shitty sailors. So she's downstairs in the boat, inside the guts of the boat. Uh, there's a whole bunch of talk about boat construction. Yep. Uh, a lot of diagrams get pulled up and shared in our Discord. Um, <laughs> and then we fight a kraken. Yep. Finally. <laughs> One of the most iconic D&D monsters, and we finally get to fight it fucking three and a half years <laughs> into the podcast. Uh, and it's awesome. It's it was so epic. Wild. There uh, was a lot that happened. There's a lot that happens. The boat is like 
super trashed and like there's stuff everywhere and we find an island. Mm-hmm. The Kraken attacking is uh, episode 190. So that's right. If you want to hear a Kraken fight. Uh, but yeah, so we get shipwrecked on an island full of turtles who live a very long time. That's not true. They live a very long time. Canonically, very short lives. <laughs> Anthony, you fucking jerk. Yeah. 30 year turtle life. Oh boy. This episode is called Turtle Soup. And it's because the turtle made soup, but we were all worried that it was like turtle soup. It was awful. Um, Jacques was still with us on this island. Yeah. Just uh, in case anyone forgot. That's right. Jacques came and he was like, oh, geez, that was crazy when the when the Kraken attack and and everyone was like, yep. Uh, and then Horton uh, pulls out of port. Yep. He just fucking leaves. Yep. Like a dick. Uh, yep. And who came in his place? Well, a boat full of uh, dudes wearing mage-resistant armor. Ooh, who could those be? Well, I don't know. The last time we saw those, Poxen made a big explosion and blew up the, the side of a warehouse that was owned <laughs> by the King of Thieves? The King of Thieves. The King of Thieves? Horton betrayed us. That son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. We should have seen it coming. We should have burned his hats. Yeah, we should have. We really should have seen it coming. Yeah, probably. <laughs> anyway, we fought the King of Thieves. It was another kind of water crazy fight. Yeah, uh, there were some Kes waves. Split, Kes split, split a boat in half with magic from a, an orc shaman bone mm -hmm. that he found fighting all those orcs. Yeah. Uh, um, so now he gets like random magic sometimes when he meets Uthral. Arguably the greatest NPC that we have on this show. Uh, second greatest. Who's the first? Horton. <laughs> Uthral is the greatest NPC that's on this show. Uh, anytime Keth rubs his orc bone, you heard me right. He pops up in his head and gives him a magic spell, but it's just, oh, Uthral's the best. Um, so we beat the King of Thieves again. I'm sure he's still alive somewhere waiting to get us back again, but he is gone for now. And who shows up? This is a like a rotating, revolving door of people on this island. Hallie. Yeah. Hallie shows up. That's who. Hilarion Quisoth. Uh, not the one from our world, though, because she's dead. Remember, she was one of the first iterations of Marifa. That's who right. died in the undead attack on the compound in the very, very first year of the show. That's right. Uh, now she's back uh, from the... Like Earth or Onmaneth Two, basically ley the line. divination ley line world that we went to, where mm -hmm. the uh, the pact had been broken and the dragons were loose and did whatever they wanted. Uh, and then Asher blew up. That's right. Asher blew up a whole world full of people and killed them all. But she managed to escape to our reality, and she was not. Um, she was really mean to talk to. Yeah, let's just say it. Anthony was a dick. Anthony was a dick. I felt really, I staff felt really bad after that recording. I was just sad about it. Because um, here's the deal. We're fighting Gorm. He wants to awaken Herrick's. Right. Um, who is a corrupt god. Right. Now, we don't want him to do that. Right. 
But a bigger overarching problem in our world right now is the fact that there is a Shadow Lord and Shadow is corrupting everything. It right. wouldn't be a problem to awaken Herrix if he weren't corrupted with Shadow. Right. So like there's Gorm is the big bad, but yep. the Shadow Lord is like the biggest bad. Right. So what Hallie wanted us to promise was that if if Gorm escaped to another reality like he's been doing over and over and over um, when we get too close, if he escaped to another reality, that we would abandon our world and just jump to the next reality to do whatever it takes to stop Gorm. And we weren't willing to agree to that because we know that there's still so much more in our world that we need to protect uh, our people from. It sounded like a couple of us were willing to do that. That's true. It sounded like when Kath I say and we, Gillick, I really mean Gibetto and Genevera were hard out on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it did sound like Kath and Gillick were like, "Yeah, okay, fine." <laughs> uh, so the the party was split uh, emotionally. Yeah, which is the worst way to be split as a party in our hearts. Yep, it was. It was really. It was a tough conversation because we were really like just not on the same page and i mean that like in character like it was a really cool role play moment but like the worst part was after hallie left and then freaking jacques slyson comes up to us on the beach and is like man she's a bitch huh (laughs) like that was so unfair anthony you dick (laughs) you're both of those people you're not able you're not allowed to do that Basically, what we're saying is that Anthony sucks. Okay. Anyway, we went into <laughs> we went yeah. into the path of enchantment. We went into the vortex. Got sucked down. Yeah, we finally we finally made it to the great vortex, and it turns out it's a ley line. Who'd have guessed it? <laughs> wow. Um, we all bumped up to level twenty. It was very cool. Genevieve had wings. It was awesome. That's right. I forgot all about this. Uh, the fact that we were super <laughs> duper strong. Uh, Gibetto didn't really get anything crazy cool. Uh, everybody else was fucking amazing. And Gibetto was like the same, but slightly stronger. 20 sneaky. Yeah. Great. <laughs> no, Genevera's great. got wings. Kath can literally run on water and also never die. <laughs> uh, like Gillick has a thousand hit points and yeah. is like just uncrushable and Asher can control reality and become a, a Colossus. Cause we fought right. a Colossus and he became a what giant earth elemental uh, or cloud something? giant cloud giant. Yeah. It was rad as hell. Um, but we killed a Colossus. Yeah. We also met an old man who was very good at metalwork. Yeah. He was a great Smith. Yeah. He was, he awesome. was a good guy stuck there in the called us goblins forever. a lot. That hurt. <laughs> yeah, Not very kind, but um, we defeated the path of enchantment. That's right. Close and to the ley line. What did we get from that one? Um, that. Mm, nope. Nope. That's. I thought one. I thought about it, yeah, but yeah. nope. I'm jumping ahead. Um, that's a great question. Stay tuned, <laughs> listeners. If you remember what we got from the path of enchantment, put it in the wiki. Yeah. Uh, holler. Wait. Oh, no, I know. We got a stone that lets us level up to like for one. You can use it one day for one round and whoever's using it can level up to level 20 for that one round. Yes. So it's very cool and was very useful in the next path. 
That's right. So uh, we kill this Colossus. We close enchantment. We're feeling pretty fucking good about ourselves. And we get back to uh, the compound. And it looks bleak, y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nobody around. Uh, there's like cobwebs and shit and like adventure incorporated is doing poorly financially turns out uh when you are only focusing on saving the world it's really hard to run a business also it turns out that uh all of carapath was being overrun by undead Mm, (laughs) yeah that doesn't help business either when all of your clients are dead so we went immediately down to what used to be the downs right now Um, known as the the deadlands And we saw some zombies. Keth tried to be one, but wasn't willing to dirty up his shirt. So that didn't work well. Yep. We got caught. Uh, We did kill the final death knight uh, who was responsible or who was like uh, basically the lich from the the last Horcrux, basically. Yeah, Yeah. The lich from the Deadlands had these like four mini bosses that we had to fight. Uh, And so some of our patrons... Uh, fought fought one of them in an ancient dragons game for us. Uh, there was a patron our, episode where yep. we fought uh, one of them. That was at the least. Halloween episode, I think. Then in the Halloween episode, we also fought one of them. Uh, and then this was the last one. And we did it on the main show with the main team. Felt pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want some deep lore spoilers, y'all? Yeah. Woo. Turns out. That was Gebetto's grandfather. Gebetto doesn't know. <laughs> Genevera doesn't know. Nope. Mike and Steph know. Mike and Steph know. And now you know. Ooh. And you would have known ahead of time if you were a patron yep. at the $5 level. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we killed the Death Knight. And then we went into the lair of the Lich. Now yeah. this is episode... 200 folks to celebrate our 200th episode we went big and it god it is you know there have been some really great moments on this podcast but this felt like the most cinematic episode like it was amazing and we fucking won y'all like uh genevera went up to level 20 and threw some meteors and then yep Uh, everyone else did something too (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no i i yeah. it really felt like uh an avengers level fight where like everybody did something fucking sweet yep uh and it like all worked yeah and uh i mean it was spicy and we definitely almost died but like we didn't i would go back and listen to that one because the way it played out and the big like hit at the end that got rid of the lich's phylactery maybe um it's just Mm, really like i would just i would recommend listening to that yeah uh spoiler alert asher pulls from virilian's cards of casting the wish spell uh it's legit one of the coolest things uh that like has happened on the show for us as players yep and anthony drew it so it wasn't even like Rob could draw it and lie about it. Like Anthony totally randomly drew Wish. And it was just, God, it was such a cool moment. It was so cool. Uh, so then we get out finally after killing the Lich, uh, finally banishing him and like cleaning that all up. 
We come back to the Deadlands. We're about to kill a bunch of zombies. Yeah, we're trying to clean up town so that people can move back in and, you know, reclaim the land when Gebetto meets Tom All of Us. Who it turns out is a sentient zombie. And also a real person? Yeah, from the first year of this show. From the first, like, 30 episodes. Yeah, like, if you go uh, back and listen to the episode that Mike DM'd. Yeah, Gebetto uh, is used as a conduit in a ritual back in episode 15. Mirifa's memories arc. Uh, and <clears throat> Gebetto at the time thought, huh, this must just be like a hole in Marifa's memory. And it's just being filled with these random characters who like have stupid names like Steve Everyman and The Chief and Tom All of Us. And then he meets Tom All of Us in Zombie Town. Oh, I forgot. Remember in the Lich's Lair where there was all that evil shit? Oh, oh. Gebetto yeah. stole a box. Uh, it's definitely not Pandora's box, and it's definitely not a problem, and it's definitely going to be super not uh, anything that like causes anybody an issue uh, in year five here. Nope, so everything's fine. It'll be great. Um. So then we head out onto our last ley line. Turns That's out right, it's folks. very close to where uh, the Deadlands were. So we just hopped right over, jumped on in, and you know what? Genevera wasn't feeling very Genevera. Why? Gen Genevera was feeling like she had her brain in Keth's body, but also Keth's brain. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Keth's brain takes up very little room. Yeah, and also body. hosts several different people. Right. So all of all of us were kind of switched trans muted. Muted. <laughs> why to why others. do you think that was? Uh, because it's the ley line of transmutation. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, Genevera was in Keth. Yep. Keth was in Gebetto. Yep. Gebetto was in Gillick. Gillick was in Asher, and Asher was in Genevera. That's right. And so, uh, basically, Anthony did that cool thing where, like, at a table game, he basically goes, okay, everybody pass your character sheet to the right. Uh, and everybody slides their sheet to the right. And he says, okay, now you're this person. Yep. Uh, and it was super fucking fun. Uh, yes. That's episodes 201 through 204. Uh, and basically, the players use that time to take the piss and like <laughs> make fun of each other for pretty much four episodes uh, while also uh, getting to try out different like archetypes that they've seen over the course of the, the show. Um, turns out the reason Gillick never uses uh, that warlock uh, Eldritch Blast is because it's fucking awful if that's <laughs> not the only thing you're trying to do. Uh, it does like 1d10 and like sucks. So I get it, dude. Josh, <laughs> like I get it. So anyway, we're trying to close up the ley line, but because Gillick was in Asher's body trying to do the ritual, um, normally Asher thinks of the word close and then we get, you know, some sort of some sort of gem or stone that reflects the color of the ley line. Um, it does something for us. Um, so is that why you, you think that happened? I thought it happened because we're in the transmutation ley line. 
I thought it happened because as Gillick was thinking of closing the ley line, he wanted a black orb. Right. And it transmuted into that orb because of the magic was my, like my interpretation. Oh, I thought it was more devious shadowy, like something like, like shadow came through. Interesting. I thought Because it's an orb of shadow. Mm-hmm. I thought it was because of the magic that we were in, the whole, yeah. like, its whole underlying thing is changing stuff from one thing to another. For sure. No, that makes Ooh. sense. Uh, yeah, we're actually going to stop doing this, uh, <laughs> stop doing this recap so that we can just make this our own Talking Dead. Right. Uh, like, theories. Speculation yeah. show. Well, we're so close to the end of year four. Uh, let's just finish it up. So we get uh, back. I know. We get back. I've got theories. And here's the problem. Um, a whole while ago, in the middle of when we were on Turtle Island, something weird happened to the many pennies. They got lost in like someone's brain knowledge space. It's a patron episode. It was weird. Um, actually, I don't even know if it was. It was. Okay. Yeah, it was a patron episode. Uh, and it was definitely weird. But the magic man came to save us. But Genovera could feel that he was being tortured and in so much pain. And so Genovera was like, we need to go find the magic man. And now like four arcs later, finally they were, she was like, no, this is every, this is the only thing that needs to happen. We have to, we, we have to find the magic man. Um, in the ley line of transmutation, they were like in all of these different places from, you know, their personal many pennies memories, but like they kept getting flickers of the magic man's, uh, home or lair or whatever that Genevera had seen before and they got like this image of him being tied up and and tortured Tortured. and so like once they got back from that Genevera was like that is it we have to go find the magic man it was the right call yeah so we used um a combination of Adenan and a unicorn horn a unicorn horn who helped us do the magic Kaleth no yes was it because he's a divinator so yeah. we, we called up Kaolith on his cell, cell stone. stone and we were like, hey, dog, get on over here. And he was like, oh, yeah, I can do that. You just need a unicorn horn. And uh, Jibeto Asher and uh, Keth. Keth last year just so happened to get one mm-hmm. while killing other Cardozas. Woo. Convenient. Yeah, they're, the, they're the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> uh, so we scried for the magic man and found a general place for him. And... um. We went there, and it turns out it was up in the mountains. Um, We were in a little tavern, and we found a mendicant, and he took us on a journey. That's right. Uh, There were four trials. Parties. I mean, he called them trials. (laughs) We called them parties. We forced parties. (laughs) Um, uh, There were some puzzles. We're not going to talk about it. It was very stressful and very annoying. There was some fighting. We can yep. talk about that. Yep. That was good. And then there was, uh, we had some one-on-one sessions with the mendicant where we had to make a difficult decision. Uh, and I don't really want to talk about that. Oh, I do want to talk about this though. This one's so interesting to me. So in Gebetto's, uh interaction with the, me- with the mendicant, the mendicant said, uh, who in your party would you be like basically four four out of five of y'all can go forward one of y'all has to stay who is that going to be and Gibetto was like well of course me like i've done everything that i need to do uh like the only thing i have left at this point is to like 
help my friends accomplish the goals that they have. Uh, and if they can't move forward, then they're not going to be able to do that. And so like Gibetto volunteered to sacrifice himself. Yeah. And the mendicant was like, okay, cool. Asher volunteered to sacrifice himself. And the mendicant was like, okay, cool. Uh, Keth volunteered to sacrifice himself. And the mendicant was like, okay, cool. Gillick volunteered to sacrifice himself. And the mendicant was like, okay, cool. There was like some thing about like the greatest truth is better than the worst lie or some shit outside the door. So Genevieve gets in there and listen, she tried really hard to, uh, be cleverer than the question because uh, that's who she is. That's who um, she is? That's who she is. That's who she that's is? That's who she is. And so she was like, ooh, well, we'll leave the pendant that Asher wears because that has souls in it. And Keth and uh, Keth and Asher's souls are linked. So that's one, bitch. Let's go. Four souls, baby. And that wasn't a good enough answer. So um, she had to think about it for a while. And then she was like, okay, well, I guess, like, I guess I'll stay. And bullshit. She said that. And yeah. then the mendicant said, bullshit. She was like, you know, that's a lie. And she was like, of course it's a lie because, like, I have to do this because I have to find the magic man. Uh, and so and then. So then she said that, uh, well, so here's the thing. Um, from my understanding, it was not a death sentence. And there's no way. I know that from Jibetta's oh, everybody, perspective. Oh, everybody can listen to the episode because it's episode 206. Yes, but, but. Anthony never said death in mine. He just implied that they would never be able to leave the cave, which um, Asher died and we got him back from the... Yeah, but you said Gillick. The ley line. We got him you back. Said so Genevera was never going to leave Gillick in a mountainside. She was never going to leave him. She was always going to figure out a way to come back from him. You they were going to find the magic man and they were going to come back for him. She knew. Plus, she thought... Gillick. He might, plus, she thought he might need some like time to like, you know, think, think about himself. So anyway, she choices. said Gillick and... Everyone got to go through anyway, uh, despite that she wanted to kill Gillick. I didn't want to. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, we so went Josh, through. if you're listening to this recap, I'm sorry. Josh, I love you. Actually, Gillick and Genevieve had a really nice heart to heart. And it was good because uh, we talked to the mendicants and we were able to figure out that the Shadow Lord can't actually like see through Gillick right now. Which like, is good. The That um, uh, not Viltroth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Viltroth. Um, Viltroth's sacrifice of himself is still protecting Gillick. So it's good. And we know that the Shadow Lord is always going to be a part of Gillick, but he will know when that barrier breaks down. And so we're not, you know, in any active like spying danger right now, which is really what Genevera was co concerned about because Gillick's been so shadowy lately. And that takes us through episode 208. Sure does. Big episodes coming up, y'all. Season yeah. five or year five year five season one that's right season <laughs> one year five is gonna be fucking wild yeah thank y'all so much thank you we have a store uh oh my <laughs> god that's right yeah literally uh the best thing to happen this year is adventureinkpod.com slash shop uh we finally have merch we've got t-shirts and stickers and, and posters. posters so Check them out. Yeah. Uh, like us on Facebook. Like us on Instagram. Like yeah, us we on have Twitter. an Instagram. Uh, <laughs> come hang out in the Discord and be our friends and play Animal Crossing with us. That's all <laughs> we're doing right now. Thanks, COVID-19. Uh <laughs> well, we love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and we hope that you dive right into year five. We yeah. can't wait to see what happens. God, I'm scared. <laughs>